Hello, and welcome to Women of Responsibility, the Christmas special, 24 days in the book of Luke. Welcome to day 13 as we're counting down through the books of Luke as we count down the days to Christmas. Today, I'm super happy and excited to have our girlfriend co-host, Allison Bethune. She is a returning alumni. Yay! (laughs) Welcome, Allison. How are you today? I'm well, and how about you? I'm doing good. So tell everyone who doesn't know you a little about yourself. Oh my goodness. Okay, like um, we said, I'm Allison Bethune. I wear many, many hats. Um, The hats that I am most proud of is I'm a wife, I'm a mom, and I'm a nana. And our lives are getting ready to change for the better. We're getting ready to go uh, up and take a new position in ministry, my husband is. And so we're pretty excited about all that. It sounds like you have an exciting new year. Yes, very. (laughs) (laughs) So as we are counting down the days to Christmas um, by jumping into the word, before we jump into the word today, can you share with us your favorite Christmas tradition? Well, it's kind of like a new tradition, but we've been doing it all along. So briefly explain, Um, growing up, as a child, we would always go celebrate Christmas with my um, maternal grandparents. And as, you know, we got older and everybody, you know, went off and did their own thing that kind of way, you know, went by the wayside. But for the last few years, all of us have, you know, reconnected and, and gotten back together. And we did Christmas here in Arizona. Last year, we did Christmas in Florida. And this year, we're doing Christmas on Zoom. <laughs> so we'll all still be together. We'll just be in a different place. And being intentional about family is, is very important. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. How awesome is that? I love that Christmas travel. Yes. Kind Nobody of re- has to stress. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, it kind of reminds me of uh, those old movies from the nineties. What, that, what was that guy's name? I don't know. And they were always going through the airport. They, it was always about their vacations. I can't remember, but it just. Either Home Alone, Home Alone or National Lampoon. <laughs> I think it's National Lampoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The stress of leaving during the holidays, it's kind of already stressful enough with all the things that need to be done. But to add that to the list, it just kind of can be a little overwhelming, but I think it's beautiful once you accomplish, you know, getting to where you're going, right? And just spending that time with family. Yes, it is. It, it's wonderful. And seeing everybody and loving on everybody. And it's, that's what, you know, that's what it's about. It's worth it. Amen. It is worth it. Okay. So now we're going to jump into the word. Let's jump into prayer so that we can uh, jump into the word. Will you open us, please? Absolutely. Lord, Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this time in your word as we uh, continue to learn more, God, about what you will have for us to do, to be, and how to grow in this season, Lord. Christmas is all about you, uh, Jesus, your birth, uh, how we, we came to become heirs to the throne with you, God. Lord, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for uh, we, Lord, for 
going forward with the vision that you placed into her and for all the women who have uh, stood alongside her, Father God, to make this mission, her vision come to fruition, Father God. And I pray that every ear that is listening, Father God, listens with their spiritual ears. Let it rest in their minds and their hearts as we learn more about you in your word. Thank you and we praise you. Amen. Luke chapter 13. Now there were some present at the same time who told him about the Galileans, whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. Jesus answered them, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered such things? I tell you, no. But unless you repent, you will all perish in the same way. Were those 18 on whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed them? Do you think that they were worse offenders than all the men who dwell in Jerusalem? I tell you, no. But unless you repent, you will all perish in the same way. He spoke this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. He said to the vine dresser, Behold, these three years I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree and found none. Cut it down. Why does it waste the soil? He answered, Lord, leave it alone this year also until I dig around it and fertilize it. If it bears fruit, fine. But if not, after that, you can cut it down. He was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath day. Behold, there was a woman who had spirit of infirmity 18 years, and she was bent over and could in no way straighten herself up. When Jesus saw her, he called her and said to her, Woman, you are freed from your infirmity. He laid his hands on her and immediately she stood up straight and glorified God. The ruler of the synagogue, being indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, said to the multitude, There are six days in which men ought to work. Therefore, come on those days and be healed and not on the Sabbath day. Therefore, the Lord answered him, You hypocrites! Doesn't each one of you free his ox or his donkey from the stall on the Sabbath and lead him away to water? Ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan had bound 18 long years, be freed from this bondage on the Sabbath day? As he said these things, all his adversaries were disappointed, and all the multitude rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. He said, What is God's kingdom like? To what shall I compare it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and put in his own garden. It grew and became a large tree, and the birds of the sky live in its branches. Again, he said, To what shall I compare God's kingdom? It is like yeast, which a woman took and hid in three measures of flour until it was all leavened. He went on his way through cities and villages, teaching and traveling on to Jerusalem. 
One said to him, Lord, are they few who are saved? He said to them, strive to enter in by the narrow door. For many, I tell you, will seek to enter in and will not be able. When once the master of the house has risen up and has shut the door and you begin to stand outside and to knock at the door saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. Then he will answer and tell you, I don't know you or where you come from. Then you will begin to say, we ate and drank in your presence and you taught in our streets. He will say, I tell you, I don't know where you come from. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and all the prophets in God's kingdom and yourselves being thrown outside. They will come from the east, west, north, and south and will sit down in God's kingdom. Behold, there are some who are last who will be first, and there are some who are first who will be last. On the same day, some Pharisees came, saying to him, Get out of here and go away, for Herod wants to kill you. He said to them, Go and tell that fox, Behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow, and the third day I complete my mission. Nevertheless, I must go on my way today and tomorrow and the next day, for it can't be that a prophet perish outside of Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together, like a hen gathers her own brood under her wings, and you refused. Behold, your house is left to you desolate. I tell you, you will not see me until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Allison, thank you so much for reading for us today. Uh, chapter 13 is fairly long, as is all the books in all the chapters in Luke. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> but what was your, uh, the standout scriptures for you, the big takeaway in this, in this chapter? Um, standout scriptures, who there were so many. Um, I'm going to say when he first started the chapters. So verses one to one through five. And pretty much what um, Luke's account of what Jesus was saying, it doesn't matter how somebody dies. You know, it could be, you know, a, a catastrophe. It could be something that was, you know, not of their own doing. However, he's letting those who are still here know that you need to repent. And you need to turn away from whatever, you know, sinful life or thought process that you have because in the end your death is going to be just as egregious as their death but worse because you didn't repent and was, yeah kind of like the overarching theme of this chapter and i think another thing was that 
when you look at he uh, he told several parables within this chapter um and the one parable that stood out to me was when he healed the woman of her infirmity who she had it for 18 years and um the church person in the synagogue and you know i say church person because those church people always have something to say um, he was indignant, like kind of, you know, mad and offended that Jesus did something on the Sabbath because, you know, the Sabbath is the day of rest. Um, and Jesus just told him, you know, you go and take your ox or your donkey to go get water. Aren't you working? That's work, you know, but that's okay. But me healing a woman and letting her, you know, rejoice and give thanks and give praise, that's offensive? It's like, no. So, it, you know, we are here to do the work of the Lord. We all have a charge and we need to work that charge and do that charge because, like he said, and this is going to be um, my final thought, is that in verse um, 24 and 23 of chapter 13, you know, someone asked him, you know, um, are there few who are saved? And Jesus point blank said, strive to enter in by the narrow door. For many, uh, for many, I tell you, will seek to enter in and not be able. So we need to focus on what thus says the Lord, praying and, and seeking what his will is, asking him for direction, not going with the masses, not doing what is vogue or, you know, what the latest fad is. People... Like this is, my grandmother used to say it all the time, we living in the end times, like legit, we living in the end times. So you need to pay attention to what is in the word of God, doing what the word of God says. Otherwise, you will be on the outside looking in, talking about some Lord, 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 and he will tell you, I do not know you. 